the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about building up wealth for retirement and then living through retirement and uh, getting through a very difficult times. I mean, these are extraordinary times we live in, and so you have to more than ever put away more money for retirement and protect yourself. Uh, it, it, that starts out first by following our motto and our philosophy, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. That means putting away as much money as you can in your 401k plan. Uh, those type of benefits, 453, uh, the, the, the qualified plans are, are the way to go. And so because you put the way the money there and you can forget about it afterwards. And, and we're, we're creating a new class of investors out there. The, the one thing with the checks that we sent out for the coronavirus, a lot of young people, you know, rather than spending the money, they, they put it into the stock market. Yeah, it could be because they've been, they've been watching these the, the programs. They've been looking at Reddit and following that. It, and so it's created a, a new class of investors. And uh, and what that's done is, uh, is 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 we have a new generation of capitalists being created. And, and nobody really saw that. And so you got young people trading huge amounts of money in the stock market. Now they don't have a lot of money, but there's a lot of them. And, and, and they're more uh, aggressive in their trading, uh, which kind of is not save aggressively, invest conservatively. But I, I think they're learning, and, and that's kind of the uh, that's the important thing to think about with this. And, and, and so this is exciting overall. And, and so, so, so there is hope. I mean, for a new generation. I mean, for years people just weren't interested in stocks, and and. Quite frankly, a lot of it was because everyone was indexing, and the indexes were basically controlled by the the you know uh, the S and P 500, Standard and Poor's set the indexes, and everyone just did it. Well, there really wasn't much movement in stocks beyond that, and and, and now that's starting to change. Up on the horizon, when we're discussing that on the show, younger people are getting; they're not going in the S and P 500. They're going into tech stocks. They're going into uh, all types of stocks, uh, car stock, uh, electric car stocks, uh, you know, GameStop. Uh, you know, they're following what their friends are doing. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many conversations we've had with clients, and I hear my son's doing this or my daughter's doing that when it comes to the stock market. And so I think I think this is an exciting time because because of what's happening out there in this area. And so 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 it's creating a whole new generation. We've got a lot of volatility, we got a lot of stocks, but but you have to but the younger generation is coming through. I mean, it is hope. And this in this time in in this day and age where we're kind of moving from capitalism to statism, uh, where we're, we're you know we've got centrally planned economies managed by the Federal Reserve uh, in the government, mostly it, it, the the 
it, it, it's good to see that a new generation is coming up. Uh, young people, they're, they're not down for the, for the socialism as much as people think they are. Uh, they're more into freedom. Uh, the crypto people, the hottest thing out there is cryptocurrency. Young people are in that. These people, these people are not hardcore Democrats. Rest assured, they don't want anybody telling them what to do, and they don't want their life managed by by the, by the Democrat. And the really fascinating thing is, is they're into this into this sovereignty, be your own person, uh, you know, try to get away from taxation, go where it's safer. Uh, and I remember I sat down with a uh, a cryptocurrency, you know, one of the real leaders in the, in the whole movement, and and. And he was going on and on about Puerto Rico was good. And, and, and you're like, Puerto Rico? But because Puerto Rico, there was some way that they didn't have the capital gains tax down there or, or, or on income. And they're moving to low-tax places, low-taxation countries, uh, it, it be, because it, none of them, none of them want to live in New York City, Chicago, uh, Detroit, Philadelphia. They, they, they're not – these crypto people, they're not going to those – hellhole places. They're going to places, they're going to Austin, they're going to Florida, they're going to Puerto Rico, they're going to Costa Rica, they're going to Mexico. They're going to places where they, where, where, where they don't have to deal with, with all these issues, where they're viewed as safer places, where the taxation, they don't want to pay huge amounts of taxes. I mean, it's real interesting when young people get a bunch of money and they're like, whoa, wait, what? I have to pay taxes? What? what, what? Nobody told me about that. I mean, it, it changes their thinking. And, and, and so and there's a whole movement out there. This is young people. So so and now they're going to start. They're starting to go after those young people because they're representing a threat to the to the statist establishment out there. And, and, and so, so it's not just the Trump people. It's now it's going to be the crypto people. It's going to be the young people. And, and, and you know, we all move forward with this. But 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 the country is rapidly changing. And uh, and I want to touch base on some of this stuff today. Uh, the and how this affects your retirement, and, and I think that, I think there's a massive trend out there right now. Not really a trend. I believe it's almost a counter trend. But but what's happened is is uh, Biden got into the presidency, and you know we don't know how, but uh, he's there, and the the Democrats have the tightest the tightest majority in probably, you know, 60 years, 70, 80 years or more. Uh, it's a tie in the Senate. They're, they're, they, they, Nancy Pelosi has, has probably the tightest majority in 100 years. And what happens? They ram through an enormous agenda, a, a, a fundamentally game-changing agenda on the American people. We had, you know, we, we had the, under Donald Trump, we had the, the, the Senate and the House. And what happened? We had Paul Ryan up there, and the, they were going to they, they be, quote, the adults in the room, and we got nothing done when, they, when, when Paul Ryan was in there. We didn't get our border wall put in. They fought that tooth and nail. Now here we are being flooded by immigrants. We didn't get anything very little of what we needed to go. I mean, Trump took the battle to China because he he didn't need the Congress to do it, and, 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 he, and he fundamentally changed the course of the United States, where we were going to be basically going to be second foot fitter and sub, sub, uh, subjective to China, and he changed the game on that. But when it came to Congress, the Republicans, you know, they wanted to, I don't, I don't know what happened, but these rhinos it basically wrecked the party. It, 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 but if you notice the Democrats, there's no... You know what is it, Ryan? Ryan, demos. There's no Democrats in name. Well, anyway, in name only over there. These guys are all on for the team. They put through a game-changing agenda. And what it is, it's really fascinating. This thing, I think, it could go down as one of the most disastrous bills and most game-changing bills in the history of the United States. $1.9 trillion. It's going to have tremendous ramifications. And I want to just touch base on some of those. Now, in fairness to the bill, about nine percent does go of the of the one point nine trillion dollar COVID relief does go to to, to to fight COVID and take care of some about nine percent, to be fair, and one percent goes to vaccinations, but the other other you know one point eight nine 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 trillion trillion dollars uh, was a tremendous boondoggle. It's it's uh, of course the fourteen hundred dollars are going out to. Uh, 
to families. Uh, some, a family of five gets seven thousand dollars, which I'm all. I think we need to help people out. But a lot of these people have jobs. Uh, this is going into a, a, a reasonably hot economy. I mean, the numbers for the economy are are, are uh, we talked about the Atlanta GDP now number eight point four for the quarter. Uh, consensus is four. I think it's somewhere between that. I think we're going to come in 5% at least for this quarter. Look out for the sec- explosive growth in the second quarter as the economy reopens. And they're dumping $1.9 trillion in, into the system. And, and, and where's, the, where's the money going? $350 billion are going to states and cities to, quote, fight the coronavirus. I mean, some of these cities have surpluses. In many parts of the country, people don't realize that right now, and they haven't done that. It's been the, the, the cities that have been shut down by the Democratic Party and the Democratic administration, the media, the shutdown cities of New York, where New York, Detroit, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Chicago, L.A., Seattle. It, it, huge amounts of money is going to these people. One hundred and thirty million dollars is billion dollars is going to schools. By the time the money gets out, the school's going to be reopened. This is just money for all types of, of freebie programs for the teachers union. Uh, eighty six million dollars is eighty six billion dollars is going for bailouts of pensions of reckless uh, inner city governments. Uh, uh, inner city governments that have corrupt unions or corrupt pension funds that that are underfunded the pensions, so they could sit there and 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 and, and uh, even when they have the highest taxes, they're still underfunding these people that didn't save for the rainy day. The, the proverbial grasshoppers out there get an eighty-six billion dollar bailout. Well, meanwhile, other places like Texas and more frugal places that that controlled their expenses, watch their costs. Okay, took care of things, did things right. We're not, you know, we're not getting pension bailouts. It, it, this is outrageous. Okay, so so the, the the worst actors, the most incompetent people, the people that ran their cities in the ground, are getting completely bailed out in this bill. But but it's worse than that. This is not why we're upset with the bill. Here, I mean, it, here's some of the problems we're looking at. And, and this this is this and this has big ramifications on your retirement. So stick with me a minute. If you look at it. Uh, last year we had a we had a 3.1 trillion dollar budget deficit 3.1 trillion. They're expecting CBO somewhere around four trillion dollars this year. Four trillion dollar deficit. That's about 20 percent of GDP. Uh, we have a little over 20 trillion dollar GDP. So uh, 20 we're running massive budget deficits. Well, you have to because the economy is in complete shambles. We have. Uh, 0.5% growth rate, we have probably 15, 20% unemployment. Wait, no, we don't. That's completely false. Let's look at it. We're projecting 4% growth. The, the consensus is 4% growth. It's going to come in at, for the first quarter right now. Unemployment is dropping. It's dropping ra- r- very quickly. Quite frankly, if we'd have just tried to open the, 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 the cities up in this country like they should have six months ago up north, it would be even the, our number, economic numbers or, or employment numbers would be better than that. Okay, so we're sitting here. Uh, I'm seeing numbers five and six percent growth. We might hit seven percent growth rate for this year, and now they're dumping 1.9 trillion dollars. If they hadn't done anything, we're looking at a minimum, a minimum of five percent growth rate this year, which is a very good growth rate. Keep in mind, during the, the Obama administration, I don't think we ever got over three percent growth rate GDP during the entire time on an annualized basis. And here we're doing a minimum of five, and they're dumping $1.9 trillion in, into the economy right now. This is after about a $1.8 trillion increase in savings because they poured so much money in the last couple uh, trillion dollar bailouts that they've done. Those had to be done. The economy was shut down because, quite frankly, in March of last year, when they shut the economies down, March, April, we didn't even know how to treat this virus. The people were dying. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know how bad it was. But this time, this is absurd. Okay, so what, what's going to happen? They're pouring extra money into the economy. Inflation is going up. And so what's happening is this is going to add fuel to the fire to inflation. At the same time, about uh, – a year ago, we were at the lowest rates in the history of the United States of America. Right now, we're at zero, zero Fed funds rate. We've got an economy that's hot. It's going to overheat because the Fed wants to get inflation to 2%. And then they changed it a couple months back to a little over 
it, it, average 2%, this inflation is going to explode in their face. And this is why interest rates are going up. And this is a problem for retirement. And we're going to discuss this afterwards because the biggest threat you have to your retirement is inflation. You have to understand that. You're going to live for 30 years. There's a good chance you or your wife lives for 30 years. What are you going to do with just a little inflation, never mind a hyperinflation, which is the way things are going if we don't get this under control. Now, we're going to discuss this right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings investing in your retirement. And uh, well, again, we're talking about this $1.9 trillion program out there. That is an extraordinary amount of money that, that really, that they, 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 that subsidies for Obamacare, uh, again, everything is, is, is designed to create a universal basic income. One of the things they say, so they put ways to do it, to increase the, the unemployment benefits uh, and those type of programs. And in, in, in recent shows, we've been talking a lot about modern monetary theory. And let uh, me pull this book out I have. Here, we, we, we've talked about the, the, def, the deficit myth by Stephanie Kelton, Harvard, she, which she went to Harvard, so you know it, it's got to be correct. Uh, the deficit myth. And, and Stephanie uh, at Harvard uh, modern monetary theory, the birth of, pe- of the people's economy. Where have we heard that before? Uh, the, uh, but what, uh, so this is what, what the, the coronavirus, $1.9 trillion coronavirus rescue package really was, was it was the start of modern monetary theory issuance, okay? This is why the Federal Reserve hasn't made a big deal. This is why no one at the Federal Reserve said, hey, wait a minute, the economy is pretty good. Why are you spending $1.9 trillion? Isn't that a lot of money? Couldn't you crowd out other people in the market? Because 
They're afraid. The, De- the Democrats, they've, they've got uh, uh, Chairman Powell basically uh, buffaloed up there and afraid to say anything because they're going to kick him out because they want a Fed, they want a Fed governor in there, a Fed chairman that is going to allow them to infinitely spend money. Modern monetary theory, and this is an important topic because this is going to end up in the destruction of the U.S. dollar, is is the fact that if you if you could if you control your currency since we're the the you know the uh, the the uh, global reserve currency you can you can print as much money as you need to because you control your currency and therefore you can spend as much money as you need to now now some people say well if you can spend that much if you can print that much money why pay taxes well there's a reason for taxes if with taxes you can control the people it, 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 and so you can kind of get them to spend how you want to. And also, you need taxes because if inflation takes off under monetary theory, at that point, you've got to really start taxing the population to take the money away from the people. Because otherwise, you're going to have to cut government spending, okay, which, which, which you can't do. So what you've got to do is you've got to force people to cut their spending. I'm not making this stuff up. It's right out of the book. I, I, I mean, this sounds like some type of, of, of lunatic thinking, but this is what these people, in, in fairness to Stephanie, she comes from Harvard, so you know it, they have to be, they're very smart up there, much smarter than the, you know, I mean, I can, I can see if people questioned, in fairness, if it was written, say, at University of Texas, or or God help us all, if someone like wrote this at Texas A&M, because we know all the people at that school where I came from are stupid compared to the brilliant people at Harvard University. But but this is what they're thinking. This is what they have convinced. This is what the, the playbook for the Biden administration. This is why you're going to see shortly a two and a half to three trillion dollar infrastructure new green deal program coming up right after you spent one point nine trillion dollars after you spent nine hundred billion dollars three months ago. A normal person would go, well, hey, whoa, wait, don't you think we're spending? No, they're not saying anything at all. The Fed's not saying anything at all about this. They all think it's perfectly normal. And the Republicans need to start standing up and saying this is complete insanity, which they're starting to do. But who is say, who is concerned about it? The bond market, investors. Let's take a look at the dollar. The dollar has dropped here. It's been dropping it started dropping after we did the first $2.3 trillion bailout when the economy was shut down. It started dropping back in, in uh, was that, uh, bear with me just a second. Let me pull this up. Uh, yeah, since this started coming up, pulling the charts up in, in, in March, I know I need the charts. It started, it, started, it actually went up in, in, in March of 2020 because, oh, the United States is the safest place in a world global pandemic. So they all rushed to the United States for safety because, you know, you can count in the United States of America. They have a plan. They have the, uh, the moonshot uh, program with, with the coronavirus. They're going to, they're going to beat this ahead of everyone else. But then all of a sudden the Fed came in and started saying, look, we're going to buy bonds. We're going to, we're going to do whatever it takes. We're going to throw more money at it. When the United States has spent more money per capita, more money as percent of GDP than any other country in the world. I mean, we talked about it in the show. We spent a third to a half to two thirds more than almost every major country in the world. And now we're doing the 1.9 trillion. And so the dollars keep dropping. As soon as Joe Biden was uh, declared himself the president, uh, at that point, the dollar has dropped. It began another drop as well. It's going up some now, but it's starting to drop again. And so what we're seeing is, is people are like, whoa, you can't keep spending this money. Well, let's take a look at interest rates. Okay, interest rates on the 10-year bottomed in, in March of last year at 0.4% the lowest in the history of the United States of America. They didn't do much. They kind of, then they went up to 5% and normalized up until probably uh, August, September. And then all of a sudden, as soon as Joe Biden got in, interest rates started climbing up. This week, they hit 1.65%, which is right where they were. The 30-year is higher than they were before the pandemic started. People are sensing inflation. And this this is a danger to your to your retirement. 
and this this is one thing you have to understand. As we talked about it in the show, we looked at the 1945, 1946, 47, 48 inflation, and you needed 30%, 33% more income after that three-year bout of inflation you had before. And this is a problem with inflation. But it's even more dangerous today because the headline number recently was 1.7% uh, in, in inflation. Oh, I'm sorry. The core was 1.3% on the CPI, 1.7% uh, year over year. It, and so this, this, is, this number is ridiculous if anyone shops at the grocery store, if anyone buys gasoline, if, if anybody is purchasing a home, if anyone's purchasing anything, these numbers are, are materially more than this. And now part of the reason is it's hedonically adjusted. What that means is, is for instance, I'm looking at my computer here. Uh, every year, if I buy the computer, it's about the same price. I pay $1,000, give or take. Well, every year the computer gets better and more powerful. So actually, the cost of the computer is, is falling. You know, I'm like, wait a minute. It's still 1000 bucks every time I buy the computer. But they go, it's much more powerful. It's 30% faster, so it's actually declining in the price. That's how they do it. When it comes to, uh, to housing, they use rent-adjusted uh, housing. Uh, 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 it's housing rent-adjusted. So, so what it is, they use the rental. Well, rental costs are falling right now, but the cost of a house is rising up. And so keep in mind, the cost of the house, the materials are skyrocketing, and also interest rates as interest rates go up. And this is what most people, very few people understand at all. One of the biggest components to inflation is interest, and it's not really calculated. So they claim rental incomes are at a 10-year low, but housing, if you look at housing, is at a 10-year high. So this is how they're – there's numerous ways they're hiding the inflation, which makes it even more dangerous. So as, as a retiree, you've got to plan for, for inflation. In, in the world today, most of this money is indexed. In the stock and bond markets, it indexing does not – it ignores inflation for all practical purposes. Now, in theory, it will go into some stocks, but in shifts, it's going to vastly underperform the market. In inflation – indexing, particularly in the bond market, you're going to sit there and get crushed by inflation. And this, is, this will wipe out a retirement plan, and this is the key. Uh, keep in mind, most retirement plans, if you have a pension, they're fixed. Uh, Social Security is is adjusted to some extent. Annuities are not – if you're on fixed annuity, it's not adjusted. Those have huge inflation risks. So what you're going to have to do going forward is, is you want to have – you want to manage your assets for inflation, understand that this inflation is coming this way. I'll give you another statistic here. Hold on. I've got this here somewhere on my a pile of papers, which – there it is right there. Okay. As we said, inflation's at 1.7%. Let's look at most recent inflation. Here, you can hear me moving the papers, but okay, this is it right here. If you look at inflation, uh, starting in, 20, in, in, in 2019, it went from 1.76, which, you know, so theoretically it's here. To, in November, it went to 205, 230 approximately in December, one, and then in January, 2.5%, in February, 2.33%. This is this is in 2020, okay, and then it plunged to 1.4 in March, April 0.33, May 0.7, June 0.65. So you had a huge drop off when the price of everything fell in the pandemic. Okay, starting starting in in the net in March for March inflation and particularly April and May. In June, those those very low numbers are going to drop off the year-over-year inflation, and you're going to see a substantial rise in inflation. At the same time that happens, this $1.9 trillion is going to be coursing through the economy. At the same time that happens, the economy is now reopening. Texas is reopened, Florida, Mississippi, Arkansas, they're all reopening. Even the, the northern states are starting to reopen. The economy is already surging forward. This is going to be very inflationary. And now, the Fed will say, look, this is going to be like the Korean War. We're going to have a couple months of inflation, three, four months, five, maybe six, and then it goes right back down again. This is going to be a much bigger inflation than people realize because of the enormous amount of money. We haven't even talked about the $2.5 trillion uh, infrastructure and new Green Deal program. And so this is going to be inflationary. And, and so this is, this is the thing I want you to understand and you want to start preparing for going forward.
Now, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 at the Max Out Savings Show. I'll be happy to answer your questions. Now, a couple ways to, to, to deal with this is you want to keep so, – so what do you do? It's like, Ted, what do I do in this situation? Well, you've got to find managers that can manage in, in inflation and understand inflation, have dealt with inflation. You know, I started in this business, you know, well, it was the 80s, and, and then we, it was after the tail end of the inflation. But we remember the inflation. And, and since the interest rates have fallen, I, I think it was 19, I, I wrote it down some, uh, it's an interesting story about Henry Kaufman, Dr. Doom. I remember reading about Dr. Doom. Everyone watched what Henry Kaufman said. And he turned bullish in 1982. And, uh, and the interest rates at the time were about, they were they were about one point one point three percent one point I'm going off of memory here about one point seven five percent I think of the ten year and he said rates were going to go down to nine to ten percent and then Fed funds which were ten percent at the time were going to go down to six point seven that started the great bull market the market went up four point nine percent that day it's one of the biggest moves in history because he switched. But what he's saying, he said, look, so it's been 40 years as we've been talking about on this show of down, of down declining interest rates. Well, right now, the Fed funds at the time, which we're keep in mind was 10%, is at effectively 0.07, effectively 0%. And the 10-year, instead of being at 12.75, is 1.6, and it's been rising over the last year. So we're going to look for the next 10 years of rising interest rates Rising inflation, okay? So, so the game has changed, and, and so you want to manage it. So shorter-term bonds, uh, you, you want to be very opportunistic in the bond market, take advantage of some of the moves. You want to be in companies that can grow their earnings over time, but also won't get caught up in, in price controls or, or other types of things. We, we just spent $1.9 trillion we don't have. Okay, we don't have the money. Where'd the money come from? The Federal Reserve printed the money, of course. You know, that, that, nobody's buying. If you look at, at the foreigners are no longer buying our bonds. They're selling. Uh, even institutions are starting to sell. Everyone's trying to get out of the treasury market because they, they, they know where this is going. So what's going to happen is they're going to have to start raising taxes. Now, they're going to come up with the, with the uh, Green New Deal infra, quote, infrastructure program. To, to, to get well, that one's going to have to be paid for. Remember, we had PAYGO with the other. I mean, not PAYGO. We had uh, uh, reconciliation, which means they were able to do it under some type of arcane budget process where they could just bundle everything in and get it through. This time, they're going to have to. They're going to have to have a sixty boat deal, so they're going to have to get more people. But they're going so they're going to have to pay for it this time. They didn't have to pay for it last time. They could just print the money using modern monetary theory. So this time, they're going to. They're going to print more money, but it's also they're going to have to raise taxes. Corporate taxes are going to go up. Gasoline taxes are going to go up. All types of taxes and rules. So what you want to do is continually, with your retirement, you want to, going to continually manage for taxes. You want, you want to come up with everything from, do, is my house big enough, or do I need a smaller house so I can downsize so I don't have to pay the the, the the property taxes. I want to make sure I'm homesteaded. Once you hit 65, you can homestead. That means they can never raise your your tax your your uh, le- the the value of your home up, which means in theory the taxes stay reasonably close to that area. So you've got to be in, in a homestead. You don't want if the, if your taxes aren't homesteaded, you want to be in a, a, a locality that that's not. Because keep in mind, if your house in, Inflation takes off, and your house is worth three hundred thousand dollars. In in ten years from now, it's worth say a million dollars. Say it's worth uh, uh, one point two million, in, in, which means your taxes could go up four times as much. Well, if you're grandfathered in, a lot of that four times doesn't hit you, and it keeps your it it, it keeps your cost of living more stable. So you uh, managing taxes, people in the 70s knew how to do this. They knew how to manage for taxes, everything they did. The wealthy nowadays manage for taxes, but most people don't because what's happened, particularly with income taxes, you know, they've cut the income taxes down. There's all types of deductions and stuff. Uh, 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 They've changed. But more of the taxes are going to be 
fees, uh, tolls, all types of things like that. And so what you want to do is set yourself up so you can minimize and stay away from the government as much as possible because they're going to be the biggest uh, degrader of, of retirees' income going forward. It's going to be through inflation and taxation. So this is going to be one of the real keys to manage money going forward is you've got to be very cognizant of everything you do tax-wise because it's going to get worse and worse. They're always, you know, I, I was at a meeting this week with, with, with some uh, food in the food industry and they were like, well, you know, hey, we, we, we've got a uh, a couple, they had a couple restaurants at one location, and they used to have to just pay one fee for them to come and look at. Now, they're dividing up in each little unit to try to get, generate more fees, and it's going to be that way everywhere. Every the government is is a, is it's being run like a business, and they're constantly trying to look for more revenue. And 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 the problem with the government is, unlike corporations, the corporations are always trying to they're looking for revenue too, but they're trying to reduce taxes. I mean, they're they're trying to reduce expenses. The government does not reduce expenses. You've got to have to stay away from them and prevent your income from being destroyed by taxes. Right back or break in the next page. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call, 713-339-1070. And I do see a bad mood rising with, 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 with this spending. Mon, mon, with modern monetary theory, is definitely a bad mood rising, and it's going to be inflationary. Uh, just saw a story here that 
a woman has been arrested in, in Galveston at the Bank of America for not wearing a mask. That's pretty outrageous. I mean, I'm sorry, but arresting people because they're not wearing masks is absurd if everyone else is wearing a mask. I mean, this, this is ridiculous. This is the United States of America, and we are a free, we are a free people. And, uh, you know, it, it's as simple as that. But arresting people uh, is, is ridiculous. And, uh, you know, why is it always Bank America? Why is it Bank America that, that was releasing information uh, to, uh, you know, going through their data of who, who choose their charge cards to spend in Washington, D.C.? I mean, really, you know, it, it, it's just it, it's ridiculous. We have a call. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Ted? Yes, uh-huh. Go ahead. I did. It's been Randy. Oh, hey, Randy. Hi. Uh, I, uh, yeah, same here. I haven't talked to you for a while, but I thought I'd have to call in here. I uh, I lived through, i uh, got to hit show my age here, but I, I lived through the uh, the scenario you just uh, outlined earlier. Remember back in the, back in the seventies, I think the seventy four, the Arabs cut off our oil, and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it created. That's when this massive inflection started. And of course, you had a Democrat, Jim Acotta, in there, and uh, it got got out of control. So when Reagan came in, and uh, eighty was it eighty? I think what he elected in eighty eighty two, something like that. Eighty and uh, 80. and and then here comes Paul Volcker. He raises interest rates, you know, double digits up to 10, 12 percent, something like that. So you could get 20 and 30 year treasuries for 12, 13 percent interest. And uh, the beauty of that is they're not callable. So there you go. We, he, he finally broke the back of, in, of inflation. And uh, from about 82 all the way up to about what, ni- 1999, 2000, the big, you know, tech bubble there then we had a tremendous bull market i made a lot of money in that 15 20 years there you know so i'm hoping we're not heading back for that uh, scenario right now because i know back when this inflation first started you get a good plate lunch for you know about two to three dollars you know and then as prices kept going up pretty soon it was five and six dollars for a plate lunch at lunch and nobody could afford it because wages were not key uh, we're not uh, uh, keeping up with uh, the, the PPI uh, inflation, so uh, all businesses are going out of business. So uh, I hope we're not looking at that scenario again. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think you're going to see rates go up like that because we can't afford it. Our debt levels are just too high, and the whole thing is going to fall apart. And that's why I, I, I think that that is it's going to how it's going to happen is going to be a, a fall in the dollar. I mean, that's the easiest way in which your inflation and the, and the dollar just go, goes down. And I think that's what you're going to see happen. I, I, like you, Randy, I remember those times. I was very young, but I was at, at a very young age interested in the markets. And, 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 and people don't realize, I think we're going back into that world. And, 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 and so I, I don't think you'll see the rates quite as high, but, but uh, a 5 or 6% uh 30-year treasury, it's very damaging when, when you've got, you know, uh, your uh, $20, $28 trillion worth of debt. Well, I hope we're not looking at the Weimar Republic here when uh, when one, one day you go out and buy a loaf of bread for a dollar and the next day it's $2, you know. Well, that, would, that would be a disaster for this country. Now, I do got a question. Is uh, yeah. is this Joe Biden administration, are they doing this, they're doing this on purpose or are they just trying to destroy the country here? Is, what, what, is, what is their purpose here? You know, there's two schools of thought. What is they're trying to destroy? I mean, there is a school of thought that they generally want to destroy the country. And I think the Europeans and Soros are behind that, that group. Uh, because I think if, if, if the United States is destroyed, then that puts Europe in as number two and maybe a kingmaker in the world. Because uh, right now they're a, they're a, a way back three, maybe four versus the Brits. Uh, the, the, but more likely is, I think this, they viewed this as their opportunity to push through all their radical agenda and just get everything they wanted. And, 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 and I mean, they, this is, this is a, a massive bailouts of reckless Democrat, of, of 30 years of reckless 
democratic policies up in the northeast and and uh in addition they're getting through some type of uh, they're kind of working toward universal uh basic income they're working toward uh cementing obamacare as, as the as the thing there's a lot of i mean i i think uh, the reparations are in this bill this bill is is, is horrific on so many levels i i generally believe it's going to be looked back as the start of the of the end uh because I mean it's so reckless, and then wait till they 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 come up with the the Green New Deal infrastructure with all the taxes coming in. I mean people are in for a very rude surprise. Well, we've got maybe two. If we can't stop them in 2022, if we can't take over the house or something like that. But I, I noticed that uh, uh, either either we've just gone through the biggest fraudulent election in history, or or. Or half the country is over half the country voted for Joe Biden, and uh, we have gone over the tipping point. There is no going back. Well, that that's just it. Look, I mean, I I I think the thing you can say for sure was, and is that these these elections were a complete. Complete disaster. I mean, they, people were voting twice. They, they, uh, we, uh, we don't, we don't have a secure electoral system. And people always looked up the United States. We don't have a, a secure electoral system anymore. And the scary thing to me is, is look, if it had been a fair election, the Democrats would go, look, it was fair, but we're, we're going to work to make sure that it's transparent in all the elections in the future. Instead, they're trying to codify and, and, and put into law everything every dishonest deal they did into law now. And so uh, uh, the states are going to have to start pushing back. And now there's talk of some of the corporations are going to like boycott Georgia or whatever based on their, their elections. If, 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 if the corporate, if corporations start doing that, the Republicans need to launch boycotts against the corporations. You're going to, we're going to have to rein in these big corporations somehow. Well, what what kind of concerns me is that uh, maybe there was one or two million dead people that voted and 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 Trump lost the election. But it would seem to me if fifty or sixty million people actually voted for Joe Biden, then that's what I'm concerned. If it was, if it was five million out of one hundred fifty million people voting, then I, I wouldn't be so concerned about it. But uh, there was a substantial number of people voted for Biden to come in here, and they said. They they they've said everything they're doing now. They said they were going to do elect us. We're going to tear down the wall. We're going to give amnesty to illegal aliens. We're going to raise taxes. We're going to cut all energy production. Blah blah blah. They're doing all this. Everything that they that they campaigned on and said they were going to do, and now they're elected. They're doing. Yeah, no, Randy. That's there's no doubt. Look, I mean, I I assure you, I don't think he won personally, but I can assure you, he had you know. Probably 70 million people vote for him, maybe 65, 70 million. I mean, they're, they're, there's a lot of people, but I don't think they really understood what they were voting for. They're, they're going to they're gonna get an idea real quickly once this inflation takes off. Well, yeah, that, I don't know if they were they weren't they weren't saying they were going to create double digit inflation, but they basically everything that they've done that they've been doing, they said they were going to do it. They were going to unwind all everything that the Trump administration did. That's what they're doing. They're, they're, yeah, they're doing they're doing everything they said they were going to do, except that uh, we're going to reach across the aisle. Anything to do with with compromise or reach across the aisle or work together, they're not doing it all. They're going to jam everything right down the American people's throat. And they, by the way, they have done it with with the one point nine trillion dollars. They did it, and so the Republicans have to start standing up. So good, good call. Thanks, Randy. All right, I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later, Ted. Bye bye. Uh, well, you know, I mean, Randy has a point with that inflation. See, this problem is, is if this inflation takes off, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we talk 12.75% bonds at the top. It's not going to go there. The dollar will collapse before that happens. But if you, if you get, if you get four or 5% long bonds, it's going to be a disaster. People don't realize they have not been around long enough to see, see what happens when interest rates go up. And, 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 and you can see huge drops in bond prices across the board. And then it, it also affects PE prices because, you know, pretty soon, the PE start collapsing. That's why we're seeing the breakdown in the in the uh, the Nasdaq. And keep in mind, the Nasdaq is is still not. It's still under the 50-day moving average. That has been very weak all this week as well. And the, the Dow's components are going up. So you know we need to watch this closely. And, and if you look at the 30-year bond, it's at it's at 2.4%. 2. 2. It is above 
This is above where it was before the pandemic started. And so this means, see, it's already factoring in the inflation. And inflation, a lot of the show today is, I want you to understand the damage that can be done by inflation to your retirement, to your retirement plan, to your retirement income, and the assets in there. And so it's important. By the way, I want to just touch base real quick, a couple quick things. Uh, one of the uh, a successful, what do successful retirees, one of the things they do is they pay a lot of attention to their health. Fidelity says you can need up to 280000 to cover over over your lifetime, married couple, of, of to cover medical costs. And so smart retirees, they pay a lot of attention to their health. They, they, they want to stay healthy because the longer they stay healthy, the lower their health care costs. They reduce their health care costs. So you want to stay active. You want to stay physically active and mentally active. You want to read. You want to go out and discuss things. You want to see things. You want to travel. You want to exercise. All of those things, the more you do that, the more likely you're going to be healthy, the less your medical costs are going to be. You want to eat well because the medical costs can 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 chew you up, and if you have a success a good plan for eating well, you know there's a lot of things, different books on it and stuff. If you stick to those, you're gonna you can have better food, but your, your health is gonna improve, which means the cost of your health care is gonna go down. And this is one of the things well, we're gonna be coming coming with a lot of the traits that successful retirees use, and that's one of them: is pay attention to your health because that not only do you have a better quality of life and enjoy retirement more. But you save money, and, and you have more money in retirement, and that is the real key to it. So anyway, if you want to be a smart retiree, work on your health issues, get to know health issues, eat well, exercise, uh, and read, do things that keeps your mind active and sharp. That's the key to being successful. So, Taylor, coming up at the end of the show, we're going to be writing about a lot of this stuff in our Max Out Savings Report. If you haven't gone to the website, uh, go to maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free newsletter, which we, we send out writing about all this, all these things we write about in the report. We're going to continue to write about how to navigate through inflation. We're really starting to build a lot of stuff up on that. That's all going to be in the free Max Out Savings Report. If you need some help managing your retirement, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond markets. We use TD Ameritrade to hold the assets and, and, and manage them for you. So if you need some help, go to our website. You can request an appointment or at least get the free newsletter. Until then, remember, the way to, to get ahead successfully is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. we got to teach our children that. They're basically aggressively investing right now, but they'll get there. But save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see you next weekend right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Woman.